Hey guys, we're also brought to you by Hepius. Hepius is your number one place to go for premium CBD products that won't break the bank. They've got something for everybody. They're all natural, USA grown. They've been third party tested. They've got a daily overall tincture that helps with your overall wellness. They've got a sleep aid that's perfect for any nighttime routine. They've got a, uh, a freeze roll on that'll help with your joints and uh, aches and pains. So check them out, happiestmed.com, and go pick up some CBD, especially if you want to try it for the first time because it's perfect. It's THC free, which means it comes with a work safe guarantee. So go check them out, happiestmed.com, H E P I U S M E D.com. We're also brought brought to you by Poddex. Poddex is the best way to start or grow your podcast with episode starting prompts right in the palm of your hand. So my listeners, if you go to poddex.com and type in thinking project 10, you'll get 10% off your order. And if you've ever wanted to grow it, your podcast or start a podcast or start a vlog, this is exactly how you're going to do it. Go to poddex.com, type in code thinking project 10 and get 10% off. Um, I also wanted to let you guys know, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram at the thinking project pod. I fixed that. So now there's one uh, username for all of them uh, at the thinking project pod. So go follow me on Facebook if you haven't yet. Um, also join my text community for all the updates and stay up to date with the podcast. 810-202-0177. Uh, join that text community. There's going to be a lot of cool things happening with that. And guys, I had the pleasure of interviewing Morgan McKell from Monarch Social. And they're an absolute uh, wonder to work with. I've worked with them before on a project uh, that's coming to you soon, by the way. But they're uh, your one-stop shop for everything social media. So if you need it managed, if you need a video, if you need some photography, whatever you need, you got to check them out. Um, and I had the interview. I had the pleasure to interview Morgan, who's the owner of Monarch Social. And uh, it was a fantastic episode. You're going to get a lot of uh, growth from it. And I really hope you enjoy it. And please, again, follow us all on social media, follow the text community, and uh, learn how to turn your skills into cash. And without further ado, please welcome Morgan. Welcome, everybody. This is Don Jensen, and you're tuning into The Thinking Project. We're here with Morgan. So Morgan, we were talking a little bit before uh, I hit the record button <laughs> about what you do, and you're in a lot of uh, businesses. So tell me a little bit about you, what you do, and um, you mentioned Shark Tank. Yeah, for sure. I want you to tell me about the Shark Tank story after you tell me about what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so Morgan, my, my whole story in Utah definitely starts about like 10 years ago. We, we started a company, me and my best friend at the time. We started a company here in Utah. Um, I kind of out of nowhere, he, he got laid off his job. I was kind of going through a divorce and trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And, uh, we, we went to Wendover just for fun and he goes, <laughs> right on. And, and on the way to Wendover, we kind of had this talk about, um, starting a company together and he had this idea and it was fixing phones. And I was like, I have no idea about phones. Like yeah, how are we going to do that? Them. And he goes, don't worry about it. I know how to fix phones. you be the front, the front guy. You do the sales, customer service. I'll do everything else. And I was like, cool, let's do it. So I sold a car. He used some student loans and we started a company. And uh, that was about 10 years ago when we actually grew that company from one location in Mid Valley, Utah to 14 locations across three states. Holy cow. So Idaho, Utah, uh, Arizona Wow. at the time. And, and in there, we were just two punk ass kids, you know, that knew nothing about business. We just sure. knew that we could fix phones and we could make a lot of money. And by, you know, we were hiring all our friends and we were growing and, and yeah. we grew wrong and we grew on credit and we oh, did all, we yeah. did everything wrong. Right. And finally, um, a, a guy from BYU, um, he has like a doubles masters in business. He, he, he showed up at our place and yeah. he was a business consultant for his company. And he's like, okay, children, um, yeah. let me teach you how to do <laughs> let business. Let me show you how to do this. Yeah, our inventory was all screwed up. And and yeah. and that really changed kind of like the course of, of our whole business model. And it, we wow. tightened up the ship and all of a sudden we had like a real company. <laughs> and so we started, and to get to the Shark Tank and, and stuff like that, we, we started uh, wanting to grow really 
really bad. Like, you know, we, we went from one location to three locations to five locations, back yeah. to three locations, right, and back to right. seven. And, yeah. and and we realized in that growth, we loved it. And we said, dude, we could like take over a lot of different states. No kidding. And, and you know, 10 years ago, it was relatively new. There was a couple phone repair places. Yeah. yeah. And we wanted to be like the dudes. We wanted to dominate the market, if you will. And sure. so we applied to Shark Tank twice. We were finalists on two seasons. We got okay. a pitch and everything. Wow. Um, the problem with it is at the time, it, we, we were Apple. And so pitching the sharks saying, hey, we're going to fix Apple phones. And they say, well, are you Apple? No. Well, we're not going to air it. So, so, oh, man. So no deals ever worked out with the sharks. But we went on to work with Damon John and Mark Cuban. And, oh, wow. and we would uh, Skype Damon John for a very expensive price. <laughs> yeah, I bet. But we yeah. still kept in touch with him because we liked him a lot. And then we really honestly, like Mark Cuban was was the coolest guy to me. Um, we, we would email him back and forth. No cost, nothing like that. He sure, just stayed sure. in touch with us. Sure. And we would ask him questions and he would always write us back at his own pace. Yeah, but he yeah, would always yeah, write but, us back. Yeah. And, and, and that was really cool. And then finally, um, since we didn't get a deal with the Sharks, there was the CNBC's West Texas Investors Club. And those are the Texas yeah. oil guys, uh, <laughs> Rooster McConaughey and uh, his, his buddy, Butch William. And, and uh, we went out there and we pitched them and we got a deal. And, wow. and, and that was really cool. And so you, could, you can kind of see You got episode. a deal on the, the phone fixing Yep. On the phone fixing business. Yeah, dude, that's sweet. And, and that was super cool because that helped us. And I think our deal was like a hundred thousand dollars or 150,000. I can't even remember the number, but that was like a month of inventory. It wasn't, like it sounds like a lot of money, but it was like a month of inventory. Right. Yeah. Well, with all the costs that go into fixing phones, I'm sure. Yeah. Dude, it's not. Yeah. Well, having that many locations, like it's, we were turning and burning inventory. So yeah. Yeah. We used it as a marketing thing. Mostly. You know, wow. we wanted to be seen on the show. We were featured on their website and we use, we use it as like, yeah, they'll huge... tell people about it and, and people will come in and notice it. Yeah, for sure. So we went on to do some really good things. Um, th- there's like a ton of awards in Utah and we won or took top four almost yeah. in every one of those awards. Oh, wow. Like CEO, emerging CEO of Utah, uh, UV top 40, oh, wow, student top dude. 25. Yeah, like, no and, kidding. And that's kind of where I earned my stripes right in business and inside of there I was kind of telling you and that's kind of like what I'm doing now is inside of there um, we had to learn social media marketing it was yeah. you know it was kind of a newer thing at the time mm-hmm. um, companies were obviously doing it but it was a new everyone was doing radio TV billboards <laughs> yeah and, yeah and the new innovative fun companies were were going online and, right. and using Facebook and Instagram was new but it was mostly Facebook at the time and we had to learn that and, and we put a ton of money into it and we kind of figured out the secret sauce of what works online. Right. And, <laughs> yeah. and we blew up our company on, on that. And then we all of a sudden had a ton of our customers coming in through Facebook. And so we ended up selling that company. It came to the point where we started kind of dating quote dating yeah. um, investors or, or, or companies to come buy us. Sure. You know? Sure. And, and we found one and, and they came in and they bought us and, after that, it was the question of, okay, what's next? What's the next adventure that we're going to do? And it came back to, well, we're really good at marketing. Yeah. And that's where my current company kind of came from. And that's called Monarch Social Brand. Oh, wow. And that's what we started in. And so Monarch Social Brand has been around for about two years now. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I'm up to these days. That's sweet, man. So you've been in, you've been in, in all these businesses, in consulting, you mentioned your Monday coffee club. Yeah. Right. So is that since I'm sure the pandemic hit, you got to do that online or do you still try to go to a coffee joint? Yeah. So how that kind of started just to yeah, give, yeah, give you a little ahead. backstory on yeah. that is um, me and my buddy started meeting for coffee. He's a business owner. I'm a business owner. Yeah. Every Monday morning we wanted to like <laughs> start our week off. Right. Right. And, and we used to go to different coffee shops all over the Salt Lake Valley. That's pretty sweet. And, and we just try new coffee. He was like, I said, he was a coffee roaster, his company. And, okay. Okay. And before long, we're kind of like keeping each other accountable. We're talking about, you know, his goals, my goals are the difficulties faced that we're, yeah. and we would help each other. Yeah. And before long, we were like, okay, everyone needs to come to this. Like, this is like the best thing ever. It like puts my mindset right for the week. It gets me pumped up. I yeah. have people I can like, you know, be around that, uh, can help me and offer me like solid advice. 
Right. And, and that's kind of where the coffee thing came from. And then from that, a lot of people kind of wanted Morgan's time and they were like, yeah. <laughs> Morgan, can I take you to lunch? Morgan, sure. can I, you know, call you on the phone? I have a question about business. Sure. And, and in my head, I was like, okay, well I could probably monetize this. There's probably a business model in it. Let, yeah. You know, like, let's yeah. do that. And that's where next level humans came from. And so, yeah, I do have a coffee group, um, for individuals, um, every Monday morning, 8 a.m. I've had it in Salt Lake. It's in Layton right now. Sure. The pandemic hit. We did it over Zoom. Yeah. Okay. But now we meet at Futures Coffee in, in uh, Clearfield. It's right off the Antelope. Oh yeah. Exit. Yes. Okay. And my buddy. Yeah. My my buddy Paul owns that, and so we can meet there. So we've been meeting there for the last few weeks. Oh, that's pretty sweet. And man. Uh, in person is just so much better than on yeah. Zoom. Dude, I'm so over Zoom. Like like every meeting <laughs> Zoom's right tough, now is is all Zoom. It's just all <laughs> Zoom. So like I have to do some of my podcast interviews over Zoom. Um, and the quality, and so I appreciate you coming doing it in person because the quality is always so much better, but zoom's always so tough because you never rely on technology. You, oh. Oh, gosh, dude, I just can't do it. Either like their video feed looks like crap or yeah. their microphone is crap. Oh, or yeah. They don't have a microphone. They're using yeah. their laptop. <laughs> or, or there's like spikes in internet and all of a sudden like something cuts out. Right, like, dude. Oh, I've been there so many times. Gosh. And so when you were like, you can come in person, I was like, oh, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, that's, like, yeah, we're doing that. I'm over zoom. So, so you've been meeting with these uh, people. Cause I want to ask about that real quick. I, you know, I, I'll go through some questions, but I'm really interested in one thing and that's your perspective on you. You meet with somebody who takes your, maybe they take your consulting thing or they do coffee with you yeah. and you see them succeed. And then maybe you meet with someone else and they don't succeed. What do you feel like is the difference between someone who, who succeeds with what you're telling them and, and doesn't? It, it's two things. Okay. Number one is action. Yeah. Anything in life where you want to do, if you want to, if you have a goal, if you yeah. have a dream, action is what will get you there faster than anything. Sure. And then honestly, the second thing is, is your ability to eat shit day <laughs> after day after day and be resilient. Like, like those yeah. are the two things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the people that I work with that do really well, yeah. they can take a, a proverbial punch on the chin and keep sure. going forward. Sure. They're going to do great. There's yeah. some people I work with that you know, they get hit hard in business or something happens in their business where it's like the biggest setback ever to them. Sure. And in my eyes, I'm like, that's just a little thing, just like course just correct a, yeah, yeah, and exactly. keep going forward. Yeah. And to them, it's like devastating. They don't know how to like get through. They don't know how to like stay in the game. Right. And, and, right. and those two things. So the people that are actually excited and willing to take the action yeah. to like change, yeah. to like do something different. Right. Those guys are awesome. Those, those business owners are awesome. And then yeah. the ability to like persevere and stay in the game has a lot to do with your success more yeah. than anything. Well, and, and I like that you mentioned that too, because it's so simple and I ask business owners and I usually get the same, you know, answers like, uh, they gotta be willing to work. They have to be accountable. They have to, uh, you know, keep going and just realize that, um, they've got to accept that their business is not going to be a million dollars in one month <laughs> unless yeah. you're like fraud. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and so, but I always find it interesting when you work with like individual people's, the lessons that you learn. And I love, that's why I love talking to business owners is because the lessons that I learn, even though they're all that you, you can fit them in one category, you people can't be fit in one category. So you get to see like why I really can tell that you should, if you would have worked harder, I can definitely see that. Yeah. And I think with like where I'm at, like yeah. I'm really picky with who I work with these days. Yeah. I, and I'm, I think you should be. I'm so picky. And, and yeah. that goes for Monarch Social. That goes for Next Level. Yeah. There's this saying kind of like in the industry, if you will. And it's, and I always say it's called a uh, real recognizes real. <laughs> yeah. And so I can usually walk into a networking event or a business sure. or something. And I know if someone's bullshitting me or not, I know right, if someone's right. like being genuine or not, right. or I know if they're talking and I'm like, Oh yeah, like that guy's like really experienced that. Or uh, that guy is, I don't yeah, know. He doesn't know. And, and where I come with being picky with that is with the next level mindset coaching there. A lot of times I can, I just get, and you know, I might be wrong, but there's a lot of times I'm like, this person doesn't want to change. They just want someone to bitch to. Yeah. You know, yeah. They just kind of want to like tell their problems. They want to be heard. They want to vent. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean that they want to change. And or, so, or they vent and like uh, expect you to like fix their problems. Like, oh yeah, here, I'll just do that real quick for you. Like, yeah. No, 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 they no. don't really, they want solutions, but they don't want to do anything for those solutions. Right. So right. any, but anytime I meet with people, we kind of have like that discovery conversation sure. where, whether they know it or not, I'm yeah, kind of yeah. vetting them out. 
and, and I'm trying to figure out where their mindset is because there's a certain people that I just won't work with. Yeah. I, I can't help negative. Well, people. you should. Yeah, you shouldn't though. I used to get a lot of heat for like, uh, I don't, there's some people I won't help. And if I can tell like you, if I can tell that, um, that you're not in it, uh, I'm not going to help you. And, and by the way, I used to like train salespeople. And so I have a lot of things on my computer for like sales, uh, things that I spend a lot of money for that I'll give people for free. And you know what I noticed two things is that, uh, there is and and so preface this with a lot of people think it's kind of messed up to like charge for consulting. And we were talking about that earlier, but I don't think it's two things. I don't think it's messed up to charge for consulting. And I think it's very important that you pick who you work with because if they, if people feel like they've invested in it, they're going to do something with it there. And money's usually the motivator. (laughs) They're they're like, I spent a lot of money. I I better get something out of this. Right. Uh, And then second, like if they're not willing to work and I can tell you're not willing to work, man, I don't want to work with you. I don't want to, I don't want to put all the time. Cause like we had to go through the grind. If you've run a business, you know what it feels like to have it suck. You have to earn those stripes. And I think, you know, yeah, I, I teach mindset. I teach personal development. Yeah. But I can only teach the very first steps of them. That's yeah, the thing. With, with yeah. personal development and mindset, it comes from experience. It, it's, it's six months down the road. Yeah. It's, it, it's such a long play game. And so I can teach like the things that will start helping you change your mindset and perspective. But the real changes, like you said, you have to experience those things. You have to like kind of go through those things to yeah. earn those stripes yeah. to, to really see, see well, some real change. Yeah, well, and you can never experience perseverance and grit unless you have to apply perseverance and grit. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, our company's not going to do good this month. And then it's like, what are you going to do? Right. And, and you know, and it's not about like, um, saving people. It's about giving people the tools to get, get it through themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Our whole, like our our whole mission statement at uh, uh, next level nation, my coffee group is there's this, there's this principle and it says as, as the tide rises, all ships rise. Yeah. And what that means to me in that sense is as you get better, as you level up in life, those around you naturally want to level up. Yeah. Yeah. And and I love that. And so I think that I mean, called me crazy, <laughs> but I think I can change the world yeah, one person yeah. at a time. If we can, if I can help someone level up in life, their mindset, their perspective, their whatever sure, it is, their sure. finances, their relationships, whatever that it has to be. I truly believe that their close friends will level up with yeah, them. And yeah. I, Cause I've seen it, I've seen it in my life. I've seen it in other people's lives. Yeah. And so that's like the whole notion around the coffee group is like, yeah. let's all level up all those around us level up and let's make the world <laughs> badass. you know? Well, and you know what? It's true though, because when you start, like when we had our CBD business and we were trying to find ways to work it out, I was so surprised at how many friends I had or people that I knew uh, who actually knew how to help. Like, oh, you need that? Oh, wow. Yeah, I totally have that. Or, yeah, I know this guy that does that. Like, it was intense. Um, but you never know that until you have to, like, start digging yourself. Oh, yeah. So I think there's a lot of, like, like untapped talent in people's friends groups. Um, and, and you you rise with the tides or, you you know, you find a new crew to run with. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Or you just get rid of uh, old friends who don't want to help you. Like, oh, you yeah. can find out real quick who it is. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there, there's so many different principles that go into that and just get, go through my oh, head. Yeah. There's so much yeah, that goes dude. into that. But, yeah, ex- exciting stuff. Yeah, no, it is. So, did you ever think that you were going to be in business? Like a business no, owner? No, no, dude. I'm like the poster child of mediocrity at one point in my life. Like, <laughs> like I was not born this way. I was like, I was a loser. Like, you know Gary Vee. I've heard yeah, you talk yeah. about him before. Absolutely. Um, he says that when he has to fill out paperwork and it says occupation, he says firefighter because he puts out <laughs> fires all days. Right. Yeah. My occupation, professional loser. Yeah. Like, dude, I was the, like the biggest loser there was. Yeah. Um, I just was super mediocre, did terrible in school. Didn't care about it. Sure. School is just for friends and fun for me. And, sure. and, uh, and even in my first company, honestly, even in my first company, I, I don't think I ever really pushed the limits of what I was capable of. Yeah. Because I would, I would set a goal in my head and be like, for example, I'd say, okay, I need to like make 50 calls a day. Right. Yeah. And I'd hit that 50 at like two o'clock and be like, boom, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Killed it. it. You yeah. know, like done it too. Right. Rather than just be like buckling down and, and like keep working hard. But it, we were so successful that, and just honestly, the business was so successful and, and I had a great team behind me Yeah, that it was easy to be mediocre in that company. Sure. And, I, and I hate myself for that. Like I, I yeah. regret those things. And so it wasn't until the last few years, three, four years 
that it re- I've really changed my perspective. But dude, I I sucked at it. I never thought I would be be this dude. I thought yeah. I would. I used to have like the worst mindset ever. Um, in the yeah. last year and a half, I've lost 80 pounds too. That's great. And, dude. and like, so I'm working on that. Like <laughs> dude, I was like this huge guy. I was like this big fat guy that like yeah. ate out all the time and like sure. played video games all the time. And like, I was the, sure. I, yeah. I never thought this was going to be me. Yeah. I never, ever thought this so, was going to be my you life. Know, you know, what's funny is I appreciate that because I, again, hear that from a lot of people. Um, why do you feel like people take that turn? Like, why did you take the turn into business? Um, well, once again, I was going through a divorce mm-hmm. and, uh, and my buddy kind of presented me this idea and it was kind of radical and weird and I was kind of miserable. And at the time I was an EMT. I had just gotten mm-hmm. certified to be an EMT. Wow. And, and he presented this business idea with me and, and we talked about it and I said, man, I could go be an EMT for like 14 bucks an hour. I think that's what they were yeah, paying, geez, right? That's so and gosh, dude. Or, that's a whole nother podcast by itself. Yeah, right. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Or the kind of projections that we did, and and I, I credit my my friend Casey Kelly to this because he was a very yeah. smart guy. He's a very smart friend of mine, and and he he did the numbers, and I was looking at these numbers, and I was like, dude, I could make so much more. Yeah. And and that was honestly the reason. It wasn't because of mindset or freedom or any of the awesome things that come with running a business. It was like, dude, I could make more money. Like, yeah. Yeah, let's go do that. And that's, yeah. that's what put me on the path. What's kept me on the path is everything that I've learned inside of it. Sure. But sure. at first, dude, when I first went into business, I wanted all the clams in the sea. Yeah. Who had my money and where right. could I get it? Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's all I cared about. Right. And, and over the years and as I've grown and, and, and kind of really understood what owning a business is all about, it's all about the freedom now. All, yeah. Like I set my own schedule. I'm my own boss. Yeah, I do man. what I want when I want. Yeah. And, and that's what really drives me. The freedom right now is kind of like my why. Yeah, so. no, it's a beautiful thing. But you know what? I love that because um, it, it, it is it is you have to get to the point um, if you want to start a business or if you want to change anything in your life, because I feel like that's one of the other things. It's, it's a big change in people's lives. Um, and change comes from uh, just you know, saying, screw it, man. Like, I don't, what else do I have to lose, dude? Oh, you know dude, what I like, mean? Like, should I start a business? Uh, not doing anything right now. <laughs> yeah. Dude. For, for <laughs> you know? me, for, for me, what it came yeah. down to, like when the real change happened, have you ever heard that story from the rock Dwayne Johnson, where he gets off the bus from Canada after like, Oh yes. Like, yes. Like, uh, he tore, he blew out his knee and in, in football up in Canada and he comes back to Florida. He gets off the bus. He reaches in his pocket. He has no, no plans, no, yeah. no, like no work, nothing. He reaches in his pocket and he has like six fifty six in his pocket, like less than <laughs> seven bucks. And he says, that was the moment that changed his life. He says, I know I have seven bucks right now, but I know I won't in the future. Yeah. And he went on and you know, the story of the yeah, rock. Now we know the rock. Everybody knows that for me. I wish I had $7 in my pocket. Do you know how many times I've like reached in my, like looked at my bank account. It's been like negative. Yeah. And it was just like this reoccurring thing. And I remember going to bed at night and being like, dude, I got to make money. Cause like, I can't be negative. And yeah. I wake up in the morning and be like, Hey, like I got to just grind this out. Do you know how many times I had that conversation yeah. with you? Like I can't even count. Right. And so there came this point where I just said, I'm going to kill the old Morgan. Yeah. Old Morgan's yeah. dead. Like I've, I've always done it that way. No more. Right. And uh, I actually got a tattoo for that. And, uh, and it's like, a, I call it my tree ring. You yeah, know how like yeah, the yeah. rings on a tree are growth. <laughs> so I have a tree ring on my, on my, that goes around my leg. But, um, I, I was just done with the old bullshit Morgan that was super yeah. mediocre. And I yeah. said, okay, that guy's going away and here's the new guy. And, and, uh, and I had to learn how to like love hard work. I had to learn, I had to like teach myself to like fall in love with, putting in long hours. How how did you teach yourself that? Cause you know, you know, something that comes with like sales leaders and stuff is they're like, I can't teach hard work. I can teach you how to sell, but I can't teach hard work. So I think you can, right? Yeah. Well, it was a perspective change for me. Okay. So like, like like I said, first part of my life, piece of shit, (laughs) but that was Morgan, right? I love it. And any, anytime someone would say, dude, we got to go do this. It's going to be hard work in my head. I'd be like, Oh my God, shoot me right now. Like, like that's not what I want to go do. And, the perspective mind shift change that I had to have was it's not work. It's creating, it's producing. Yeah. yeah. And so now in my head and, and, and it's just something silly. I have no idea if that will work with anybody else, but rather than looking at work as work, I look at work as creating or producing. I like that. And, and so yeah, if I, like I can that. go create something, 
like I'm going to go do that. And if that's creating a spreadsheet or creating a, yeah. a sales process or creating a business or cre- whatever that is, sure, I'm creating sure. and yeah. I'm producing. And so if I had to change my, the, the, the mindset, mindset shift that I had to have was I had to be a producer, not a consumer mm. for so long. I would just consume Netflix, video games, Cheetos, burgers, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And, and I had to really learn how to like produce. How can I give back? How can I make content? How can I create something that's going to be long lasting? And th- those are the type of things that really fired me up. You know, going to work and punching a clock for eight hours, like, dude, that sounds miserable. Like, yeah. like no way I want right, to go do that. Right. But creating something that's going to be there longer than me fired me up in a way that changed my life. Yeah, right? and then made you want to work harder for exactly. it. Exactly. So I like that because you can, because I've always said that, like, I can teach hard work. Like, if you care about it enough, you'll work hard for it. Yeah. Right? So I just got to find out what you care about. Yeah. You know, you know and a lot of people are like, do what you're super passionate about. Right. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Dude, I wasn't super passionate about fixing phones. Like it's sure, never not sure. once in my life. Like Morgan, what are you going to be when you grow up? And I said, well, man, I'm going to fix that iPhone of yours. Like, yeah, right. I'm not super passionate about that. But what I was passionate about was uh, being my own boss, um, having the freedom. Like when my son has a football game or a basketball, whatever it is, yeah, to be able to go see him. Yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah, uh, to be at to be with him whenever I want. To Jeez. have the freedom to say, hey, I'm going to go to California this week on a whim and I'll stay there for two weeks just because yeah. I can. Yeah. That fires me up. That's what I'm super <laughs> passionate about. And so, yeah. Yeah. So how do you feel about all the businesses you got going on right now and, and the, the way that your life is going right now? Dude, so COVID, a lot of people looked at COVID and, uh, and it's been really terrible for a lot of businesses. Yeah. For mine, it's been the exact opposite. Like, sure. Like, it, like my life in 2020 has significantly gotten better. And, and the reason why is because when COVID hit, um, number one, everyone stayed at home. Yeah. Uh, Monarch Social is an online business. Yeah. Oh, Internet yeah. traffic went through the roof. And yeah, so, yeah. so my company, Monarch Social, has, has been doing, just been crushing it. Just yeah. been crushing the online game right now. Um, the other thing too, is that everyone was like, there was memes and funny things on the internet about the COVID 15 pounds that you're going to put on. <laughs> and I was like hell bent on saying, I'm going to lose 15 pounds because yeah. everyone's gaining 15. I'm like losing 15 pounds. Yeah. And, and so I just kept working and it, and it was hard. There was like, there was like a month I was like miserable. Dude, COVID has been the hardest thing for extroverts. Yeah. Like, yeah. No kidding. And I'm an extrovert. Like I yeah. love being in people's faces and talking yeah, with yeah. them and, and like experiencing, you know, doing those type of things. And so for like a month there, dude, I was like, what's going on? And then I kind of had to just be like, no, dude, you got this. You're the yeah. baddest mother trucker I know. Like, yeah. go to work. And I was like, yeah, okay. Like, I'm like my biggest cheerleader, by right. the way. Good, good for I you. I like look in the mirror and I'm like, yeah, you're like the badass. <laughs> Anyways, so, um, so I just buckled down hard. And, and that's when I, cre- I launched the podcast. I, I'm cre- I created a course. I was writing yeah. a book. Um, I started doing all the things that I always told myself, like, oh, I don't have time because you're at work all day. Right. Well, now I'm at home in my home office and yeah. I'm like, I have no excuses. Yeah, now I and, got time. And I got to practice what I preach. Right. I got to hold myself accountable. And so I started just really producing. Once again, it was like producing a course, producing a book, producing a podcast, producing yeah. my vlog, whatever it yeah. was, all these yeah. other little things that I w- I've always wanted to do. And at the same time, focus on like my, my physical and and uh, nutrition and, yeah. and, and that health, right? Yeah. And so COVID was really good for us. Good. It was really good for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I expanded. You know, I, I started this podcast in during COVID. We started our our CBD business during COVID, um, because you know it was a time for like it was either like for me it was get going or this is this is either gonna kill me because I'm not gonna move or or I'm gonna try to stay safe, or it's gonna help me. Uh, because I'm going to move quick and, and try to do as much as I can, as oh, quick yeah. as I can. You know what I mean? And so I totally understand that. And and I think a lot of people, I think that's where a lot of people miss it, right? Because, you know, I talk to a lot of people too who um, who started their business, who have, who have growing businesses right now, started them back in the financial crisis of 08. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, like, um, I talked to Kimo Mack, uh, owner of Mobetas. Yeah. Um, and he started his like a year before the crisis hit. And you know, it was so funny. Like a month ago, we went to his 15th store opening in Tooele. That's it. Again, he's opening it in the middle of the coronavirus. I, I think when these big things happen, yeah, you, there's a principle that, that I learned from my buddy, Casey Kelly. And, uh, and I'm, I'm not sure where he got it or if it's his own, I have no idea. Sure. But he says dust or diamonds. He says when the pressure's on, 
Are you either going to like crumble <laughs> and turn to dust or will you become a diamond? Yeah. And that always has kind of stuck with me of like when, yeah. you, and, and so specifically talking about the, the financial crisis in 08 and, and, uh, COVID. Sure. I yeah. think it's a great opportunity for business owners, entrepreneurs to get creative. Yeah. You know, you have to, yeah. you have to get creative yeah. and, and you have to kind of look at a situation and say, okay, I can't do this anymore. But what about the other thousand things that I can do? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's where a lot of business owners are kind of shooting themselves in the foot because their normal business model might be very interrupted. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they can't change, pivot, expand, whatever that looks like. And, and, and those people do really well when they get creative with it. Yeah. And, and that's what I've seen during COVID. Yeah. And they, well, they get creative and they realize that, you know, um, I think it's kind of like that fight or flight instinct that people have and you got to just fight and if you want to fight like you'll figure out a way to do it oh 100 percent. you know like i my podcast has been just getting off the the ground and stuff but i've had to like find a way to like okay i gotta find a way to like market this i gotta find a way to like create content with it um and so you know but business owners do that like you have to have that mindset like like you know like you're talking about so i just i've always thought it's been crazy so uh with business owners and everything like that as far as getting going. Yeah. And I just think that we live in a day and age. It's just, and I know that sounds so cliche the day and the age of the internet, but yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah. dude, like if, <laughs> if you have a computer and internet access, like the, there's so many possibilities for you yeah, yeah. that are so low cost, if any cost to right. just get started, whether exactly. that's content creators or streaming something or gaming, yeah, like there's dude. so many different avenues that I think that you could, you, you could do. Yeah. Um, and, and, and especially if you have a business already yeah. and, and how to build upon that business, being creative, using the power of social media, <laughs> it's, 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 it's absolutely insane to me. Yeah. There's just oh, so yeah. much opportunity out there. And so, there is, and people just don't know, you don't know what you don't know until you start looking like we started our, I'll tell you the story and people who've listened to this before have heard it, but you know, we started our CBD business, um, and we didn't even think we were going to sell. It, we weren't like fanatics about CBD, barely knew anything about it. I heard about, you know, drops from people and I was like, yeah, you guys are crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we were on, we're like me and my buddy are like, f- like vehemently scrolling through Alibaba. Like mm-hmm. what can we sell? Like going on Amazon, checking like what sells. And, and my buddy just goes, dude, why don't we sell CBD? And I, I didn't even know what it was like. I don't even know what yeah. CBD is, but I was like, you know what? Let's do it. <laughs> you know what, what? What? What made you want to start a business? What was it that you said I want to start a business? You know what, dude? I wanted to sell something. That's it. I wanted to sell something. I, I walked in. I, I've been in sales forever, like yeah. working for other companies, and I was like, dude, I want to start a business because I, I just want to sell something. Like that's why we were on Alibaba. Like I was like, dude, I wonder if I could buy. I, I was gonna do a flip flop vending yeah. machine one yeah. day. I was gonna so that's like, cool. dude. Uh, I was going to go buy like three vending machines for nothing off KSL, go buy flip-flops off Alibaba, throw them in a vending machine and go find a couple grocery stores or some place that would just put them there. Yeah. And then I was like, "Ah, I can't do that. And then I was like, oh, maybe we'll get a, like a, maybe we'll sell like desserts or something. And I was like, I don't really want to be in the restaurant industry because as an accountant, I know that like the margins are low and the, and the competition's enormous. Um, and then we were like, dude, what are we going to sell? You know, I was like, maybe I'll sell sunglasses for fat people's heads because I have a huge head yeah. and I cannot dude, find, dude, same. I can't find sunglasses. Dude, 100%. pisses me or, off. Or hats even. Or like, hats, yeah. Dude, sunglasses and hats are worse than it's stupid. I was like, so I'll start like a sunglass thing, but then I was like, I don't know where to do that. And then we were just, but ultimately to get back to the point, I was like, dude, I just want to sell something. I just want to sell something. I love selling. Let's just sell something that we, we can find and flip and sell. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Because I just love selling. And I, I really love that entrepreneurial spirit. You yeah. know nothing about CBD. No, no You've way. You've never done that before. I had no clue. And you figured it out. We figured it out, You created a dude. website. You have your Instagram. You have your Facebook. Yep. I looked. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, we just And you know, we were just like, yeah. And we ran into, we ran into yeah. roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. But it was like, dude, we got to try it because I'd rather, I'd rather say that I tried and failed than I didn't even try. Dude, 100%. <laughs> so I, I work with a lot of business owners, people that yeah. want to be entrepreneurs, want yeah. entrepreneurs, if you will. Yeah. And, um, I, 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 like I, I hear the, the, a common phrase with the people that are just unsure. Yeah. And they say, I just don't know where to start. 
I just, I just, I just don't know how to get started. Yeah. Where do I go? Morgan, you already have the business context. You've already done it. Like, sure. Like it's different for us. And so yeah. to, to prove a point, I'll tell you a story and uh, give your listeners a little sneak peek. <laughs> um, to prove a point, Deal. I vlogged me going up to Idaho by myself, opening an office never seen before. <laughs> and day two, landing a $6,000 client. Wow, dude. And I vlogged it all. So I'm going to drop that so your listeners can hear about that. I'm going to drop that video on my on my YouTube and, and my social medias. But Good for to you. prove the point, that's yeah. that entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. Like the, you can just do you just, gotta just go do go it. Do that's it. that yeah. action. Yeah. Go do that. Yeah. So. If you want to do something, yeah, the definitely. Well, and the more that you like, the more that you like go through just even getting started, it's just, you know, momentum. You oh, just yeah. build them like we like, dude, we started. Um, and I know, you know, and I know it's been the same for other business owners, but like, dude, I started, we, we wanted to sell like flip-flops in a in vending machine, man. Like that would have never worked, but it was like the idea of like, oh no, we can't do that. So let's keep going. Let's find something. And then yeah. we weren't even on, we weren't even looking at CBD. We weren't even like kind of on that subject. And we just, it just came to, and I didn't know, dude, I had to spend like two months researching. I didn't even know. Oh yeah the different types and, and, and it's a whole counterculture, like underground counter thing. And I'm like, Oh dude. And I still don't know a lot about it. I know enough to get in into business, but dude, it's, it's insane. Um, so what do you feel like, uh, for your, for your clients, uh, mentorship, right? Like you've mentioned a couple of people and I don't know if they're your mentors or not, but have you found that was a pivotal part of your journey? Oh, a hundred percent. The The thing with like, mentors or consultants, mm-hmm. I believe in both of them. Yeah. And the main difference to me is a mentor is someone that has done or, or that is somewhere that you want to go. Yeah. That's the mentor. You're right. <laughs> like, like they have the lifestyle or they're doing something that like you're going there. Right. And that's what the mentor to me, the consultant is someone that's like really specialized in a certain part of your business. For example, there was years of our company that we just wasted inventory. We just didn't understand it. We thought we did, sure, but we lost sure. so much money on inventory alone. Wow. And the consultant came in and he was a specialist at it. Yeah. And he goes, oh, you're doing X, Y, Z wrong. And we did it. And within a month, it changed our whole lives. Yeah, probably so, started saving a lot of money. <laughs> so with the consultant, I always say, don't pay the dummy tax by doing it alone. Don't try to knock down doors and figuring it all out. Because yeah. those doors have already been knocked down. Don't recreate the will. Yeah. Go pay someone that knows how to do it as a consultant <laughs> and you'll change your business within a month rather than doing it for three years and yeah. still have it wrong. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the consultant to me. For the mentor, um, I always say, I always say, find someone that you love, trust, and respect. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the person that you're really going to jive with. Um, I've used a couple different mentors, if you will, in the past, but sure. they've never really stuck unless unless I love, trusted, yeah. and respected them. Right, you know? right. Um, and even for, you know, influencers out there right now, there's a world full, full of influencers that you can kind of look up to. Yeah, that you can kind of work with. And I'll tell you this, man, choose two. Because there's so <laughs> many out there, man. There's so many that you can try to be like and, and do things. So what, what I had to do in my life is I chose two influencers that I could like really look up to and kind of, uh, you know, proverbial E use as my E uh, mentor, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. um, and then everyone else is kind of ancillary. Sure, I, sure. I take it with a grain of salt. And, sure. Um, but yeah, I still have mentors. I still have consultants. Yeah. And uh, because I'm not where I want to be. Yeah. That's the yeah, thing. Like, yeah. And, and the best way to describe that for me, a lot of it is financial as, as well, like financial stability and those things. But, you know, I always tell people if you were getting $10,000 a month, like that's a lot of money, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, it is. There's people that spend $10,000 on a seat at a, sporting event for one night you have no idea what big money is right right right. and and so for me like using my mentors using my consultants is is a huge staple yeah um there's this guy and he says he has the 33 percent rule where he says um hang out with uh people that are ahead of you in life like 33 percent of your friends should be ahead of you 33 percent of your friends should be on your same level yeah and 33 percent you should be mentoring yeah, yeah, and so yeah. yeah, and so I try to, and it makes a lot of sense. It, it's it's really clicked in my head why that works, is because a you always hear if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Yeah, exactly. 
And nobody likes to be the dumbest person in the room. <laughs> right, I've, yeah. I've had that too, where I've walked yeah. in thinking I was a badass and knew marketing. And yeah. I've walked into these huge companies and I'm like, oh my God, I don't know marketing. Yeah, you're <laughs> you like, know? dude, I'm in the wrong It's room. like a gut check. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's like, oh man. But it, I mean, those are growing experiences and I love learning those. experiences. Yeah, I love those. But yeah, I tried to, uh, mentors, are, mentors are important. I would say, I would try to find someone that you could meet with and, and have them hold yeah. you accountable. And if they have the life that you have, they can literally say, Hey, this is what I did to get there. Yeah. And you know, it's not going to be bullshit because that's what they're doing. Like you can see them and, and you know, you're around them. Right. Well, and I think that it's, I think that that also is important because like, I love, I love, um, the stories of, of when people walk into a room and they find out they're the dumbest because that's happened to me and it, well, but it's good for you. It's, like it is you, good for you. You have to get, you have to do that. But that's goes back to why people don't want to get into business. Like I just did a little video on this and I'll, I'll release it later, but, um, dude, Uber accountability, like, and that's part of it is like being able to be like, Oh, I am not even as kind of as cool as I thought. I was. Oh dude. Like <laughs> when you go into those rooms, I remember, um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say the name of the company cool because they're a badass company. Yeah. Hope that's cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, Rakuten, marketing, huge marketing oh, okay. company. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've heard of so that. So I own my little marketing company. Yeah. Right? And I Jeez. remember, and, and, and I got invited to go meet with them. And, you know, I've, I've had my business. I've been in business. I've been on TV shows. I've accepted sure, awards. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've sold my business. Like, yeah. I, I feel like I know my stuff. Yeah, sure. And I'll tell you this, man, I walked into Rakuten Marketing and we had a meeting there and I've never felt so small in my life. Yeah, I was just dude. like, wait, you're speaking a different language about marketing that I don't know. And it was a gut Jeez, check. And I, and I took that opportunity to say, do I either step up or do I step out? Yeah. Do I let it like terrify me of, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing and yeah. I feel like a fraud? Yeah. Or do I say, okay, no, I got more to learn. Right. And that's why I love those experiences. Uh, when you're the small fry in the room, yeah, when you're I the small love fry that, room, dude. Yeah. And, and, um, but it also helps you um, on the flip side of that is you do know stuff that other people don't know. Right. Even if it's just a small percentage of that. Yeah. And even helping the other people and you being the mentor for them teaches you leadership and helps them with accountability. And so yeah. it's just, it's the full spectrum of what you need as a, well, as a person to grow. Yeah. Well, and what goes around comes around. Um, and what I mean by that is, is I, I, cause I've been in the same position where you're like, dude, you closed a big deal. You got this business started and then you get slapped in the face. And th and I've had to learn that like, dude, none of that stuff matters. Right. Yeah, I have I've exactly. never won. I've never won any big awards or something like that, but, but I feel like other people feel the same way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. cause you step in one of those big companies, they're like, Utah, what? Yeah. Like, you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sit down, we got something to teach you. Oh yeah. 100%. <laughs> so I love it though. I mean, the awards are cool and like the, the, the recognition is fun and it's, and it's a good thing, but you just can't, you just can't rely on it, bro. You can't sip the Kool-Aid. Yeah. One of the, one of the things that I always tell people is yeah. when, when you have a business and, and you're an entrepreneur, you have to put blinders on, get super oh, laser fo focused. Yeah. Good and, point. And blinders, not only to the haters, yeah, but to the people that are always like, kissing your ass as well right. and, and singing your praises. <laughs> yeah. And the reason why is because you, it's really easy. Like, listen, yeah. I think the most narcissistic people are business owners. We love ourselves. Sure, we're badass. Yeah, we yeah, think we're cool. Yeah. Like, like yeah. we're outgoing. We're doing well, it for yeah. a reason, you know? Yeah. And if you surround yourself by people that are just singing your praises 24 seven, like she's not going to go anywhere. Oh dude. Like you're just going to get like that big head. And, right. Right. And, and so I say, put your blinders on to, and just stay focused on what you're doing. Yeah. Put some hard work into it for an extended period of time. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what happens. You're going to be creating something awesome. Yeah. You're going to be creating something awesome and you're going to be, you're going to be focused on the right things like real feedback. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like people who will tell you real, like, Hey, you're doing a good job. Dude, your clients will tell you if you're doing a good job or not. That's true. You your results will tell you. Your results will tell you. Like your clients will let you know a, what they want, what you should add and what they hate about you. Like yeah, if you yeah. listen to your clients, that's who, the people that you shouldn't have your blinders on to, but that's anyone true. else, yeah. Put those blinders on and keep doing what you're doing. Well, Stick I like, to the plan. you know what? I like that you say that because that's so true. Like the market will tell you and the market will tell you, your clients will tell you, the money will tell you. Exactly. You know, I, I talked to an attorney the other day and he was just like, if you want to, if you want to figure something out, he's like, follow the money. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, Hey, that's a good point. Well, because, and, and you know, a lot of people, even if you don't, even if you don't, um, necessarily some people out there like, 
they argue with me about money all the time um about like what if you should focus on it and i and i said i didn't say focus right i said follow it because like even some of these big guys who are really happy with where they're at and happy with themselves tony robbins gary v a couple of these other guys like they make a lot of money and they're really happy with themselves so if you follow the money you'll figure it out like follow follow these guys they have more money than i would even know what to do with and but they're happy still right yeah i think i think it's a it's a balance it is a balance Be- because because yes in one breath it's it if you go into something and say you're going to start a project especially like the thing that keeps coming yeah. up in my head is yeah. stre- uh, gaming streaming like twitch yeah if you start that to like make money you're just going to be so disappointed because it's going to take so much oh, time to get forever. there right but other industries and this is where i'm torn on it and this is why it's a balance is you have to be realistic about the money yeah but you have to like work your ass off to get it too yeah, because do. it is possible. Yeah. And you shouldn't start a business and just be like, well, I want to live in a, a van down by the river or whatever it is and make no money. And this is what I'm happy doing. Like, so you have to follow and, and you know, you have to do it for some money. Yeah. And, and I, and I'll be the first person to tell you that, you know, when people say money doesn't buy happiness, yeah. like, I just call bullshit on that. Yeah. You 100%, should. You should. I'd rather be crying in my BMW out there than a Geo Metro. No, money brings stability and that's why money's yeah, a tool. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah. if you use it as a tool, yeah, it brings a lot of stability, which in my brain yeah. is happiness. Like, yeah, well, that's like, a good point. And, and that's why I say it's just, yeah, obviously like I'm not going to go buy happiness. You can't buy happiness somewhere, but right. it brings a lot of happiness to your life. Man. Yeah. Well, I mean, poverty definitely uh, accentuates problems. Yeah. Right. I'd rather, you know, I mean, it certainly does. It certainly, you know, it might not make it better, but it can certainly make it worse. Like think, not having it. Right. Well, <laughs> you know, and even if you want to get into like the higher cause of money. Sure. Yeah. 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 If you have money, you can bless other people's lives in yeah, way you that do you yeah, 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 do. Yeah. And yeah. that brings a ton of happiness. Yeah. It's just doing, it's just doing things for the right reason. It's being okay with here and then going to work for it because yeah. you know, money, money's also an indicator of like of things that are going right and things that are going wrong like if you love if you start a business and you really want to help people like when i'm talking to accounting clients every once in a while you know that's not a really big part of my life i've got like two or you know three and they don't even pay me i just talk with them um you know i'm like you know i go i go your money is going to tell you you know if you are if you are doing what you want your business to do, you want to help people, uh, you know, if you, you want to help people feel better, uh, their bodies feel better with massages or whatever, mm-hmm. like, but nobody's coming to you. You're not helping somebody feel better. Yeah. If you're not get, if they're not paying you to do something, then you're not helping anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yep. A hundred percent, man. I, I feel well, it's that. just like your digital marketing people. You know, you have a, you have a guy who is a woodworker. He builds cabinets. He's like, I want to I want to make everybody's house better, but nobody's paying for my, cabinets well then you got a problem man you need to fix yeah. it out yeah, <laughs> that money's an indicator oh 100 <laughs> percent. and and that's why in the, in the balance where that really comes in also is you'll be killing it for like three four months yeah. in business and all of a sudden you'll go through this rough patch happens all the time all the time it happens yeah. it happens all the time in, in young businesses yeah and all of a sudden the money stops and then you yeah. question everything and you're like i'm like <laughs> did was it just like that new and like yeah. you, you question everything and what i'm right. getting at is but that's why you have to do something that you love and that you're passionate about because that month where you make zero dollars, but you still believe in the vision. Yeah. 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 That's what takes you through to get to the money again. (laughs) You know, well, you have to, you have to hold on. You have to do any, you have to do all that stuff. So let me ask you a question because I love talking with business owners. They have their main hustle. They have a side hustle, but then they have like something they're really passionate about. So if you could teach a class, like if you, if somebody was like, I want you to teach a class, I want you to come speak about anything that you want. What, what would you speak about? What would you teach about? Not business, not mindset, not my businesses. Uh, anything. So I'm super passionate about business. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like like 110%. Um, like I said, during quarantine, I did a course on mindset and personal development. Yeah. So I could probably teach a huge course on personal development and mindset and the things that have really helped me in my life change. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would feel really confident about doing that. Sure. And then going back to my younger years yeah. when I was, uh, you know, poster child of mediocrity, um, I love gaming. Yeah. I could literally like I do a lot of gaming. All dude. of it, dude, like Twitch, gaming, <laughs> streaming. I like it. Any type of game. And so that's kind of like the other side of me where, um, 
I could talk about that in any type of game. And just I just go, loved it, man. Yeah. I, I grew up with it. I'm one of those kids that grew up with gaming. I started with Nintendo. Oh yeah. Just dude, re- yeah. Original Nintendo. And yeah. Now, you know, worked every, I've had every gaming <laughs> console since, but um, yeah, I love gaming. I could probably talk a lot about that. That's great, dude. But you know what? Uh, I always, I have to, I have to ask that question or at least pull it out of people. Cause, uh, you, but you know, what's funny though, is this kind of ties back to a conversation I was having with my brother um, cause he's younger trying to figure out what he wants to do. And I was like, dude, just take your time and learn things and not be afraid of things because there's jobs that might not even be ready yet. Like who thought five, five years ago, 10 years ago, who thought that you could be a professional gamer? Dude, no one, no one. And that was like, they would call yeah, They of. would be like, they'd send you to like therapy. Oh yeah. They'd be like, <laughs> they'd be like, you're crazy. Yeah. yeah like in Japan, they started doing that. The video game addiction. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, yeah. uh, they send you to a center like that. Dude, for real. But, but you know what? I look at some of those guys and I'm like, dude, get your money, man. Yeah. Whatever. If somebody's paying you to do it, man, I'm not going to tell you no. Who, who would have thought? I love it. Who would have thought that there's people that go buy million dollar million dollar houses in L. A. Yeah. and all they do is YouTube. They're a YouTube crew. Yeah, they're just YouTube. Logan guys. Paul and dude, the Mike yeah. Malik's, dude. And they just and and they that's all they're yeah. and it was like a write off. Like oh, they 100%. they wrote it off on their taxes because it's like it wasn't a house. It was a studio. Yeah, dude, you can't. That's that's nuts. So you never know what you yeah. can do, and I think that's why it's important to do what you love to find yeah. something that you enjoy doing. Yeah, because I think you could truly monetize anything, especially like oh, yeah, being an influencer or like yeah. you know different social platforms that there are. Yeah. You could literally do anything that you want, whether that's affiliate marketing or, yeah. you, you know, getting people to send you stuff for free or right, whatever dude. it is. Right, you dude. could literally do anything you want and monetize it. I am a huge proponent of that. Yeah. I know people who do that. I mean, I knew a guy who loved to go out to eat at nice restaurants and found um, and found a like a high level survey company that paid him to go eat at these yeah. restaurants and then tell them about the experience. And then they would go in and, oh, yeah. and he would get a cut of like, if they, if that restaurant signed on, like you guys did a really bad job yeah. and we, and here's, and here's the dude. Remember this dude? And he just gets money <laughs> and for he eating gets out. Pay, and he gets paid he to go eat out. Dude, dude you can it's do nuts, anything man. you want. The trick is just doing it. <laughs> yeah, don't, dude. don't waste your time on doing the stupid stuff, picking a logo and picking a brand name. Just go do sure, it. Sure, just, sure. Just, just pick something stupid. We'll see if go. it'll work. Yeah, yeah and then and then if it works, then then you can do it, right? Like yeah. we sold a couple of bottles of CBD um, to just friends and like, hey, dude, just try this. Uh, but yeah, no, and I, and I've noticed, you know what else I've noticed about business owners is that's what they do, like um, like the guys who started restaurants, like they cook that stuff in their in their house. Oh yeah, you know the guys who love social media marketing, like usually have a lot of followers oh, and yeah. usually have, they're you know social. what I mean? They're, usually yeah, they're social people. media marketers are social. Yeah, they're, they're good people. You see yeah. them, they're always active, um, but they're just doing what they love. And then they figured out how to make a business out of it. Yeah, exactly. And dude, you should gosh, man. And, and that's what people just need to realize. And that's kind of why I started this whole thing is just to get people's like brains moving. Like, Oh, you're good at this. You're good at this. Like, then just go, man, yeah. just go. And you can, and you can have your main gig and a side gig and, oh, yeah. and do all that stuff. And, it's just, it's just nuts, dude. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thanks, no, for, thanks for being it. here. What's your uh, last question, man? What's, so how do people find you if they want to get a hold of you? Yeah, so I'm super active on social media. Okay. Um, Facebook, Morgan yeah. McKell. Okay. Instagram, the Morgan McKell. Yeah, um, right follow on. me on Instagram, follow me on Facebook. And then you can follow me on my website as well. Um, it's in the middle of a rebuild right now, but it's nextlevelhumans.com. Okay. okay. Right on, dude. And how do they, if they want to reach out for marketing, where do they find your marketing company? That's monarchsocialbrand.com. Right on, dude. Yeah. Right on. Well, thank you so much for being here. It was a really good talk, and uh, I really enjoyed everything that we had to offer. And this will, this will be a good one, dude. Same. No, well, I we'll, agree. Thanks we'll for having good, me. Man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, bro.